Welcome back to another episode of the Cape Crusaders podcast. I'm your host, Jordan, and with me always is my trusty co-host, John. In this podcast, we talk DC, Marvel, Star Wars, series, reviews, and so much more. Anyway, let's get back to the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Caped Crusaders podcast. I do hope everyone is having a great day today. John, how are you? I'm a bit boiling because Australia is hot. Yeah, it is. You can probably hear from the audio quality of probably both of our mics at the moment. Me and John are at home again. It was just a little bit easier um, than the first time we did it, so we thought we might just do this because obviously we go to school, me and John, so it's a little bit easier if we stay at home. Yeah, so that's basically why it might sound a little bit different. What we're going to do today is we have the review for Toy Story. John, we'll just go over over our general thoughts of the film. Uh, what did you think? It was a pretty good film. Like, um, I remember really liking this like 10 years ago, maybe more. But yeah, this was everything to me for a while. And it spawned over three sequels oh, right, yeah. movies. And it was kind of the turning point for Pixar of becoming a big um, movie studio. Because the um, animation was actually quite good for the time, wasn't it? Yeah, it was very good for the time. And I remember I was watching some VFX breakdown. That, um, at that time, that was state-of-the-art technology. And I can see why. In some parts, it looked up to par with Toy Story 3. But in those times, they didn't have as many animators. Like, for example, nowadays we have over a thousand animators doing a couple minutes of a shot. Mm. Whereas back then, you probably had, I don't know, five doing a certain shot so you know some shots look like oh i have to get home early my wife's calling me let's finish this off pretty quick Mm. but then for the rest of the film it kind of carries on as a really good film for animation animation and cg animation at that yeah okay so summary about what we're going to talk about in the news we have the justice league trailers we've got falcon and the winter soldier trailer that was kind of the I was pretty bummed. Super Bowl wasn't the best this year, but we'll talk about that later. Our first look at Joker, uh, Mandalorian casting, which you've probably all heard about, Mortal Kombat and Cruella trailer, which only came out a few days ago from when we were recording. Mortal Kombat was like yesterday. Yeah. And yeah, we have the J.J. Abrams, Constantine, HBO Max show. Oh, really? should be coming out soon. Yeah. Okay. So that's about all. We should probably go into the news soon. Uh, What do you think, John? Uh, yeah, let's go into the news. We have quite a bit to talk about, especially the Justice League teasers. Yeah, so let's go into the news. Okay, so, news. We had a massive news week this week. Like, obviously, we have a two-week period, so we have a lot of news most of the week, but this is kind of the most we've had. We had bangin' Justice League trailer. My hype for this film has gone up, like, at least 50%. I was already excited, but now I'm so excited it's not even funny. <laughs> uh, let's go through what we saw in this trailer. Uh, so, what we kind of got from this trailer was it's not going to be Joss Whedon's vision at all. Uh, like, we had scenes that we have obviously haven't seen before, such as the nightmare scene from yeah. BVS. scene was <laughs> awesome from that film, I thought. Yeah. Um, let's go into your thoughts, John, for this trailer. Uh, what oh. do you think? And what parts did you like about the trailer? I thought it was uh, decent, because most of the things we'd seen there, we'd already been told about. Yeah, Um. but we had Granny Goodness, I was kind of surprised. Like, I guess she's a bit a big part of, I guess, Apocalypse's history, and how she's kind of the head of that 
jail for it. But, you know, look, I was surprised. Um, look, usually they don't have older actors in these roles of a, of a superhero genre, like, unless it's a mother or a father or something. But, you know, for most times, it's kind of very, um, okay, you're kind of the mother-father role, grandma, grandpa, Uncle Ben, <laughs> all those roles. Uh, yeah, so we saw all that. We saw Black Suit Superman, which we did already see. Although we did see a cool shot of him using his laser vision, which I thought was very cool. Yeah. Uh, then we had our look at Joker. Oh, yeah. Um, I liked the blurry version better. Definitely. Um, look, um, it looks better than the, um, Suicide Squad version. Obviously, he doesn't have all the tattoos on his face, which, thank God. Mm. Um, but, you know, again, I kind of wanted it to look, I guess, a little bit like Heath Ledger, like, um, almost like... Um, the smile was not just a blob of paint on his face. That's what it looked like. It, it looked, looked like melted chocolate. It looked very, um, oh, okay, this is my scene. Let's just put on some makeup and then let's get on. Mm. Although, it was really characterization-wise, wasn't bad. I didn't hmm? think it was. He didn't put on too much of the voice they did on Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um, But, you know, it does look like Batman and Joker are going to work together at some point. That could be, oh, I don't know. Here's the mother box. I don't know. Here's the location of the mother box. It could be anything. He could be actually joining uh, Batman in this. But, you know, I thought it was a good thing in the trailer. Look, Jared Leto has never really been the best Joker for me, so I'm not looking forward to his Joker in this film. Obviously, they've kind of um, rebooted um, him, I guess. Um, but, you know, again... Not looking forward to his Joker. Okay, let's go into Mandalorian, Gina Carano. Let's go into this. Um, so, it was reported... Who was it reported by? Was it re reported by Lucasfilm, I think? That she would not be appearing in any more, um, I guess, Lucasfilm or Star Wars uh, projects in the near future. She was a really good actor, that series. I guess a character that you can really recast. Um, it's not, it's not the main character is what I'm trying to say. Look, she was an awesome actor and people are going to be really mad about this, but they did it with so many other actors before. You can always recast. You had Edward Norton as Hulk. Look, I didn't actually think he was that bad in the role. Look, his Bruce Banner was awesome. His Hulk, not so much, but his Bruce Banner was awesome. But look, he got recast and it was fine. There wasn't a massive earthquake after he got recast. Same with Rhodey. Yeah, so... Look, you just really need to look at the big picture and go, okay, it's a character that really can be recast, and it won't be a problem. Look, in two weeks, if she gets recast, there's going to be a bit of a meltdown from fans, but then I bet you two weeks after, people are just going to go, okay, she's being recast, all good. Look, I think it was from either a Twitter post or an Instagram post, where she said the Republicans were like the Jews yeah. in the Nazi times. Um, yeah. <laughs> look, uh, in the past she has had um, things where she has gone on Instagram, on Twitter, on all those other social media platforms and said her views about certain issues. Look, and she's done so many good things to do with that. Um, but, you know, this was a bit of a, okay, you need to kind of get in line. Look, can't say that in these times at the moment like you've got yeah, exactly. riots going on and you just can't say that 
look, you can speak your views, but you can't say it in a certain way that will offend a certain religion or offend anyone for that. Yeah, I also heard that, Republicans um, I heard that she found yeah. that she got fired from the social media. Yeah, um, I think that's still speculation at this current moment. But Then we have, uh, let's go into trailers, because let's go into the deep dives of trailers. Uh, Mortal Kombat trailer, which was released, I think it was yesterday or the day before. Um, from when we are recording this episode, this will come out Tuesday. Um, so, what did you think about this? I mean, so, okay, before I watched the, the trailer, um, I was kind of worried then, well, before I heard there was a trailer, like, I was getting a bit worried. It's in, like, like two months till the movie comes Mm. out, and we hadn't gotten a trailer at all, and I don't know, I was getting a bit scared that we might not see anything of um we might yeah it was looking um look again i've said this a few weeks ago but usually a trailer comes out i don't know at least at least five months before the actual movie comes out and that's like usually like trailer two we usually get maybe a teaser before that but saying that i feel like maybe they were kind of spicing up their vfx budget and all that to get a really good trailer and this trailer when i say it was really good it was really good it was even for you it was good and you haven't played a mortal kombat game yeah no i haven't even played mortal kombat you're kind of you're going to talk about this trailer more because you obviously know characters wise i'll talk about more Mm. um fight choreography and uh vfx because i'm more on that background uh so what did you think about characters, obviously, um, I think I have heard that there is different original yeah. the certain character who gets his arms ripped off. Look, you're the Mortal Kombat guy at this current moment, so you can talk about this right yeah, because, now. Yeah, um, so since I play most of the games, I um, I pretty much I pretty much know all the characters. So yeah, when you're talking about the guy who got his arms ripped, like frozen off, that's Jax. He got his yeah. His arms are supposed to be ripped off and replaced with metal arms. But in this there, you know who froze them off, right? No. You don't? I'm not very good at this. Okay, so that's Sub-Zero. He's like the second most popular Mortal Kombat character. Right, and as a person, it's good to have two views on this trailer. Because obviously, I don't know very much. Um, But in this trailer, he looks almost like the bad guy. In the games, is he... Yeah, no, okay, okay, yeah. So, yeah. okay, there's two different Sub-Zeros. There's... Bihan and Kwai Liang, which Kwai Liang is Bihan's brother, like younger brother. Bihan is killed by Scorpion. Do you know who Scorpion is? No. He's the most Keep popular going. the most popular Mortal Kombat character. Okay, so yep. he gets killed by Scorpion because Scorpion wants revenge. And so then yeah, Bihan dies and becomes noob cyborg because he's resurrected. And right. so then okay. this that's the version of Sub Zero in this Bihan, which Cool. He never he sort of, the Bihan version of him sort of was a villain, but like he's not really a villain. His Kwai Liang is more of the good guy though, but none of okay. them were really villains. But it's weird seeing him as the villain in this movie, like the actual main villain of this. Yeah, it was uh, because uh, look, I've never played the game, so even if he was a bad guy, I'd be okay. Okay, he's a bad guy. Cool. That's kind of what I was like. I was like, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, he's a bad guy, sure, sure. Yeah. Look, 
they'll probably make it so like there's some redeemable arcs in the end, which is fine. But you were right, like last week, it's obviously about the tournament. The Mortal Kombat tournament. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Which, yeah, is really good. It's, it's kind of more of a modernized version of the original Mortal Kombat movie, and I guess sort of like MK9, Mortal Kombat 9. Yeah, uh, let's go, I'll go on to the fighting and the effects of this, um, because obviously I'm doing visual effects at the moment. So, um, yeah, look, the fighting was awesome in this trailer. Um, we had a lot of karate and or taekwondo. You're going to be talking about these VFX things, and you're not going to know any of the characters' names. No. So, you can help me with the names. Yeah. So, um, basically, uh, I think it was in that uh, Chinese or Japanese setting, we had the, I guess, the samurai is the best way to describe it, uh, fighting a whole lot of goons, and I thought that was an awesome now that, fight. That, that's Scorpion. Oh, Scorpion. So that's Scorpion before uh, he got killed, and then right, resurrected. So, Scorpion. Or Hanzo uh, Hasashi. That's his yeah, name. Yeah, he's fighting, um, yeah, and he was fighting really good in this film. Um, apparently he he's, been... the act, apparently the actor's, like, over 60 years old. Yeah, and he was actually in Wolverine, the Wolverine movie, uh, set in Japan. He was in, um, he was in, um, Endgame, Avengers Endgame. Yeah, he was. He's been in a lot of, uh, superhero, I guess, action films. Uh, but, yeah. Look, the fighting is awesome. Um, I guess the fight choreographer, I don't know at the moment. I'll talk about um, them later on in different episodes. But, you know, that was, it was awesome fighting. And um, especially, I, I think it was on the, a sand dune, uh, two girls fighting. I think there's going to be a lot of squibs in this film, which is, if you don't know what a squib is, it is a little plastic bag. In which there is a tiny little explosive which they put in the bag and they put that inside either your clothes or under something or they usually put a pad um, and that is to simulate blood. So um, I feel like a lot of squibs will be used in this film. It's just a good um, look. If they want to add more blood, they just do it, but they look at what the squib does and then they kind of look at what the squib does, how the light uh, refracts off the blood, uh, blood, and, uh, they kind of use VFX if they want to add more blood to kind of, that's kind of their point to look at. And then I'll get onto VFX, um, VFX were pretty good in this, in this trailer, I should say, not film. Yeah, uh, I loved the bit where, um, I think it was Sub-Zero, if I'm not incorrect, I think he is fighting someone, again, uses the blood, he freezes the blood, to then stab back into him. That's um, that's Scorpion. That's Sub Zero versus Scorpion. That's Sco okay. that's Hanzo Hasashi when he gets resurrected, he becomes Scorpion. Okay, so Scorpion uh, versus Sub Zero. I thought that fight was really good, that's especially classic. how that's a, um that's a classic fight. Scorpion versus Sub Zero, and usually Scorpion's the one that wins. Yeah, and Sub Zero throwing Scorpion through that wall that he I, made. Yeah, I thought was super like smart. Of now Sub Zero is just fight. really creative in this movie. Like um. Remember at the start of the trailer, you rem you remember Jax, the guy that got his arms blown off? Yeah, remember when he shot the gun and Sub Zero yes, freezes? That was such a cool and then the shot. The bullet is just moving closer and closer, but then it just freezes. Oh, he's yeah, so I creative. thought that was a really cool shot. Yeah, yeah, and it looks. Look, you said in I think two weeks ago, or oh, yeah, two weeks or four weeks ago, that this film will be quite gory. Yeah. Um, 
and look, this trailer showed it. Yeah. Um, then we'll get on to the Cruella trailer starring Emma oh, Stone. Top, so, uh, um, I don't know if you viewers have probably seen. Uh, I don't know if you've seen John. Uh, Maleficent. Uh, with Angelina Jolie. I know what it is. Um, so that was kind of a retelling of the villains. Uh, well. Maleficent as a villain and how she kind of got where she is in the Sleeping Beauty movie. Mm -hmm. It's basically a prequel of sorts. And I thought they were going to do that with Cruella. Like, we'd see um, the Dalmatians and why she hates them or, you know, how she meets uh, that family in which they have 101 Dalmatians. Um, But no, this is actually a prequel prequel of which... This is where she becomes a fashion designer. So, um, the imagery was very, um, almost close to Suicide Squad Harley Quinn. Like, you saw her sanity in the start, and then it kind of just got, vroom, like, she just got out of control. Um, like, it starts off with her, I think she is already English, but she's, um, going to London. Um, and I think in the movie, or basically, she's got a very good fashion sense, basically. So, um... I think she's trying to become a fashion designer. Basically, over time, I think that kind of shapes her into the villain that she is later on. Um, obviously, we had her. Um, she kind of gets a pin out of her um, mm-hmm. pin out of her pocket and is going to stab someone. I thought that was quite, um, I guess, uh, mature for a Disney audience. Then we had the scene in which she's like all ragged and crying. It was very uh, like that scene in Birds of Prey where Harley Quinn's in her house and putting uh, like cream cheese in her mouth. Yeah, it was it was very similar to um, Birds of Prey, uh, Suicide Squad. It looks, it looks like there's going to be a lot of uh, car chases in the film, which is awesome. Um, it doesn't look like a Disney film. And when I say that, I don't mean that lightly. It look doesn't look like it. It looks like a Warner Bros. film, like very dark, very mysterious. Look, and that's awesome. Look, Cruella de Vil is a very um twisted character. Like, no one in their right mind would kill 101 puppies and still be not in an asylum. Like, And you have uh, the scene... We have the scene in which VFX Tatar here. She has a massive white cloak on and she has a flame. And she drops the flame and it kind of burns all the white uh, cloak off. And then there's a red dress that just appears. And, and we had the Dalmatians that were growling at her, which I felt was really funny. But yeah, it doesn't look like a D- Disney film. And that's awesome. I think we should probably get into J.J. Abrams' Constantine HBO I- Max. This is off The Hollywood Reporter, by the way. So, J.J. Abrams will produce a new series based on the DC character for HBO Max. Hollywood Reporter has confirmed. Abrams, Bad Robot, and Warner Media have tapped British novelist Guy Bolton to pen the pilot and are aiming to cast an actor of colour in the role. So we're looking at a different nationality for Constantine. What do you think about this? Look, uh, you, you don't know anything about this, so what would your first thoughts be right now? So have you seen Legends of Tomorrow? Yes. Yeah, have you seen the Constantine in that? Yes. He's really like gotten that accent and he's like like his personality and he's got like how he the way he talks. I he kind of is like what is it, British? Yeah, like that's how Constantine should be. It, what do you, what do you think about it though? I actually think it's gonna be quite good. Um look, if it's gonna be on HBO Max it's probably not um gonna be CW, which I'm kind of 
I, I kind of want to get away from CW. CW's kind of had its time. Because it doesn't yeah, look um, like a CW show. Look, Constantine, I think, was a really good character in the comics. I guess I always kind of like magical characters, and he was one of them. I don't really um, like the DC magic characters, ex- well, except Doctor Fate, but I prefer the magic characters from Marvel. Yeah. Like Doctor Strange, but Scarlet Witch. Yeah. I think Guy Paulson, I don't know, he, he should do a pretty good job. J.J. Abrams directed uh, the two Star Wars films. Yeah, okay, so okay, okay. The, the That's the thing. That's the thing i'm worried about because yeah but because i didn't i didn't like force awakens or rise of skywalker i loved force awakens and i loved skywalker what really yeah, i loved both of them um, i didn't like, like any a of lot them of people didn't like last jedi skywalker but um i loved it really um, huh. i don't know if i just like star wars in general um i i, I like didn't no, I, know that everyone hated it oh yep. you didn't i i liked no. star wars which is probably why i didn't like <laughs> The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Um, and then for our last bit of news, we've got Black Adam casts Marwan Kanzadi. I don't know if, if I'm saying that correctly. Sorry if I'm not. Yeah, but he um actually played Jafar in the Aladdin reboot. I haven't seen um, Aladdin. Look, I, need to. I didn't think he was, no offense to the actor, look, he could, maybe he's better now, but I didn't think that role, maybe, maybe he's written wrong, but that role really didn't suit. He wasn't very menacing. He kind of was like a wannabe Jafar, whereas in Aladdin, Jafar is kind of the best, one of the best characters in that film. Look, he hasn't actually been um, said to be any character yet, he's just been cast in a role. I was speaking role. of um, casting um, for Flashpoint, or Flash movie, they casted Supergirl, like, a few hours ago. Yes. Yeah, I just saw it and I was like, oh, they yeah, added Supergirl to Flash movie. Yeah, okay, cool. So, and that should be played by, um, not Mel- Melissa Benoit. Uh, it is a new person, yeah. Okay, um, that's kind of it for news, but that was a pretty long news segment. And let's probably get into the review. What do you think, John? Yeah. Let's get into the review of Toy Story, released in 1995. You've got a friend in me. You've got a friend in me When the road looks rough ahead And you're miles and miles from your nice warm bed You just remember what your old past said Okay, I, it's one of, it was probably one of my first movies I watched, and I was, like, obsessed with it for ages. Um, what do you like about it, John? Like, the, uh, characters? It's mainly the characters. The characters yeah. are the best part. Favourite? Woody. Obviously. Yeah, but my first thoughts of the film were, um, I probably watched this when I was, like, six. There were no boring scenes at all. Like, I don't know how I didn't get bored in any of it. Look, this one's actually really good. I thought I was going to get, like, It wasn't really cringy. But it was, there were some adult jokes. jokes yeah, especially in this one. In this one, there was yeah, a few adult jokes. I was like, yes. Like, this is good for all demographics of people who are watching this film. 
Uh, which is really good for a film yeah. to have like a variety to your film, like not just Batman and Robin. Oh, okay, we're just gonna put in I don't know neon lights to get kids to watch this film. Okay, let's get into the character breakdown. Obviously, starting with Woody. Uh, Woody is a loyal toy who has been Andy's favorite toy since kindergarten. Uh, Woody is smart, determined, and passionate, and would do anything for his nearest and dearest friend. So, uh. What did you think about this character? Obviously, you need to talk about this. It's my favorite character. It's and my why? Because Woody was the main character of the movie, and so then I'm like, he's the he's like the boss, like yeah, like like me. Kind of re- like you kind of relate to him. And then when yeah. every when Buzz first comes, we'll come. We'll talk about it later. But when Buzz comes, he he gets like jealous. Like people feel that in real life. Yeah, and it was good to show that. Um, mm. he was probably my second favorite character. In um, this, just because it was a real like, you know how that feels when you're a kid. Like, I remember, I don't know, probably in pre-primary, we we had a new kid that came. Um, that situation is exactly like okay, yeah, I see where you're going with this. She came and um, you guys became friends, and that was fine. Like, I was fine. You guys have friends. She was a bit of a like annoyance to me. I'm because... sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just noticed how similar they were. I'm, so, I'm actually sorry. And obviously, John, you you played with her, and that was fine. I played with you guys. Uh, but um, there was always this um, uh, she kind of took that away. Why did you bring that up? Now you you're making me feel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So I think it was all like kind of related to kids, and like, what almost getting um replaced in a way you got replaced what? you got replaced for like a few years <laughs> no <laughs> my eyes are actually watering just thinking about this i did how did i not notice this kind of all kids kind of could relate to that and that was really good about a film you don't usually have like literally all kids can relate to is having fun um but in this film he kind of had a very like secondary thing that was going on which was awesome uh before we get off the depressing part of my life. Yeah, let's get into Buzz Lightyear. Um, what did you think about Buzz in this film? When Buzz first came in this movie, I'm like, uh, like, Woody was kind of annoying to him. Buzz is just there, but he was a bit strange. Like, Buzz, okay, Woody was relatable because you could, like, people feel jealous, right? Like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Buzz is there because he's like, he's like the new kid there. And he's like, (laughs) He's very different from everyone else because he thinks that, like, the room is, like, another planet or something. Like, like a lost person there. Like, from some... Yeah, it was almost very, um, Captain America in Winter Soldier. Or Captain America in Avengers. Like, he was very lost in his time. Maybe, like, Fish Out of Water? Is that the right... Yeah, Fish Out of Water. It's all, it's, it's all kind of connected to kids. Like... We always, we always go into, I don't know, the Oval or the Playground and we... And for that, from five till, I don't know, eight years old, you kind of imagine yourself as characters. Like, for example, ours was kind of um, superheroes, John. Uh, yep. We would play in the playground and, I don't know, you'd be Batman and I would be Superman. And then, look, there would be, you would just imagine yourself and you would have fun doing it. Yeah. And then there'd always be that one kid who'd go, what are you doing? Just play some footy play some soccer mm. and you just be like no I want-. Woody was kind of like that kid who went come on come to the oval and then Buzz was like no, oh no I want to be Superman play play with my friends um mm. 
And look, it was it was cool to see his arrival in the original Toy Story created conflict with Andy's favourite toy, Sheriff Woody, through his rivalry would eventually blossom lifelong friendship. Uh, that kind of in this movie, they actually don't become friends till like the very yeah, end when yeah. it's like Christmas and like but you actually, or maybe when you actually see it develop their friendship yeah, throughout the whole yeah. movie. But again, I kind of like the friendship more than kind of the I hate you buzz, I hate you buzz, I hate you buzz, I hate you buzz. Cuz I think that's why I kind of like the other movies a little bit better cuz there's like Woody kind I of got his point across, mm-hmm. but like then kept going, and I was like, okay, we get it. Yeah, Woody, like, Woody kind of was a bit annoying, but yeah, I think this one was the second best Toy Story because I prefer Toy Story two. Over yeah, this. and I don't know, this is probably nostalgia for me, but um, hearing that Buzz Lightyear thing, it brought back the memory of me playing the Toy Story game on my parents' laptop, and you know that game bit of that video game where you're playing as Buzz? <gasps> yeah. You have to jump on several things, you have to fly yeah, around. Yeah. I remember coming over to your house to do it for you because you were stuck on that level. Let's go into supporting characters. Because there was only really two main characters, which, which were Woody, Woody and Buzz. Buzz. And then we had supporting characters, which we had a lot of. Mm. Uh, let's get into Rex. Uh, he's probably my favourite supporting character. Um, I think he became kind of... I liked him more in this film than ev- any other Because film. he wasn't really in any other one except maybe two. No, but like, even though I've watched Toy Story 1, like I didn't see him as a really good character in Toy Story 1. But now I do, like his really like i laughed at every part he was in and the voice actor uh wallace sean did a really good job obviously rex is, is insecure about his lack of ferociousness as he's not scary enough and seems to be annoying and we did see that in like the first scene where he tries to scare woody in that meeting bit All right, which yeah. we'll talk about later in the story highlights uh let's go into slinky i remember i got this like literally the slinky doll i know you had one because i remember yeah. playing with your one and it literally had it was a slinky yeah. It was, and it was fun to play. And then I got my own one. Okay, let's go into Andy. He's not... Okay, let's talk about Andy and, chari- and character animation in this film. Uh, so, toys look awesome in this film. Humans, not too much. Oh, right. Um, look. Even Woody looked a bit scary in this movie. Yeah. I think it was... The worst human I actually saw was probably Molly. Like, the oh, baby. Yeah, okay, that was scary. Like, she looks like she was maybe 20 in a baby costume. And, like, oh, it just looked off. And, look, we had... He started with... I think they started with with a short that was... I think it was Gerald's Game, which was a short that was a CG animation of a human. And it was an old person. And that was kind of the first short they did. Um, first kind of thing they did and it was kind of cool to see character animation because I have seen that show. but look I feel like they kind of got it like I think Andy's mum didn't look horrible in this film she didn't look awesome but she didn't look horrible Andy didn't mm, Andy and Sid I think that teenage uh, boy I guess or maybe 10 year old or 11 year old uh, they look, Sid looked worse than Andy I'll tell you that much Sid looked um, pretty weird yeah um, but you know, again, he's a weird character, so it's kind of fitting. Um, let's let's get into Sid actually. Um, so Sid was Andy's sociopathic next door neighbor until Sid, the Davis family moved out near the end of the film. Sid uh, was a pretty scary kid. Yeah, but then I I looked at this film through my eyes, like I was just imagining me as a kid, and if I was allowed to do that, I probably would. 
right. It's it's. I mean, because you they don't he doesn't know that the toys are actually real, but yeah, like if you think about it, they're just like if in in a, in a real world context, I'd be like, oh, it's just a toy. Like it doesn't have any feelings. I wouldn't strap a rocket which will explode to a dog because I know it, a dog is alive. And like I guess he was kind of experimenting. Like like if he was a doctor, I'd kind of see why. Like. But he even, thing. yeah, but he kind of acted scary. Like, he did evil laughs, didn't he? Yeah, um, in those type of scenes. Like, if you look through it, it's just a kid playing with some toys and kind of doing some experiments with toys. Like, I don't know, like, if you look at it, he's actually not the worst kid. Like, he's not, I don't know, punching actual people. He's just, like, I don't know, experimenting. And look, kids do that. Look, you have kids who break their toys. I wasn't one of those kids. I looked after my toys, but some kids just break their toys. And look, that's their look. That's fine. They're experimenting with their strength, with what the toy's capable of. They're learning how toys are plastic and can break. Let's go into the other character. Uh, Ham. What do you think about Ham? Oh, yeah, the piggy bank. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep. He wasn't really in it either. I mean, I think he's more in the second or third film. Kind of more. Him and Potato Head were just a bit annoying in this too. Yeah, I thought, yeah. They would always go against what Woody would say. Yeah, and I was kind of like, you guys are like friends. Like, I get, like, why you'd be mad of throwing Buzz out. But why would you believe just some conspiracy that's going around when they didn't actually know it was true at that point? Like, they just kind of were like, oh, whatever Woody's doing is kind of the opposite of what we think. Mm. Like... It was very, um, like, you guys should be Woody's friends. Like, you've been with him since Andy's childhood, and you need to, should all stick together. Let's go on to, well, 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 we kind of talked about Ham and Mr. Potato Head. Obviously, Mr. Potato Head's kind of in the other film, if we look at it more. And the, and let's go into Sergeant, the Sergeant and the Army. What do you think? They weren't really in this, they, they didn't do really anything. Although, that scene gave me nostalgia again. When they, um, the radio. Oh, yeah, down the stairs. Uh, Little Bo Peep. She was in this film, obviously, in the second film. Not in the third film. We'll talk about that when we get to the third film. Uh, yeah, when but what did you think of Little Bo Peep? Where, where was she in this movie? She, yeah, she was kind of belly in this film. Obviously, she kind of carried most of the adult jokes. Yeah. Get. Um, that would go straight over kids' heads. Mm. Um, it did over mine when I first... Yeah, same with me. Like, you wouldn't... You don't really look at that stuff, like... I remember as a kid, you don't really look at the uh, parts of conversation. You either look at the conversation with shouting. That's like the bit that you kind of like look at. Oh, they're shouting now. Let's or or the bits that kind of like like visual spectacle. Um, like I don't know, buzz flying around the room, for example. Let's go story hi- Let's get into the story highlights. Okay, so one, um, Andy Wild West playing. Um, opening kind of opening the film kind of showing how andy plays with his toys wild wild west you have the you have all the characters in that one scene which is kind of good to show that he does doesn't hate all characters except for wheezy who's not in the film oh yeah uh andy's birthday everyone all the toys freak out oh, the right. toys come alive which we kind of see um and we kind of get an introduction to all the toys from woody going around saying the meeting's on 
So they kind of have a weekly meeting, if I remember correctly, or is yeah. it daily meeting? I, th- I think it's weekly. I would yeah. think it's weekly. And then we have kind of every the, t- the, the toy meeting, which is kind of cool too. Like, I remember there was seminar on plastic corrosion. I thought that was super fun. Toys freak out about Andy's birthday, and the soldiers then spy on Andy and all the other kids to see it's what pretty the scary. toy gets to not be replaced. Let's go on to... Oh, then we have the Luxo ball, which kind of rolls past uh, oh, the yeah. camera. Yeah. And then we find there's a new toy and then the introduction to Buzz. Buzz and Woody, other toys talk and Buzz flies around the room. And then we have a montage of Buzz getting more popular than Woody. Um, obviously the room changes, the bed sheets change, the uh, posters, posters yeah. change. Uh, yeah, and it was kind of, they just always You could see that Woody started. It kind of gets annoying by the end of the film. Then we have an introduction to Sid. I was kind of scared of Woody. Makes Buzz fall out the window, basically leading to a fight with all the toys. But yeah. Which uh, they were kind of getting a bit mad for some reason. I don't actually know why the toys kind of started this way. Andy goes to Pizza Planet and takes Woody with Buzz, sneaking into the car. Um, then we got the fuel stop at Dynaco, which we cars, isn't it? see later, but we'll get to cars. Um, yeah. Andy leaves both toys at the fuel station. And they sneak into Pizza Planet truck, which we see in other Pixar films. Then they kind of... Oh, they end up in the claw. And they end up in the claw. The claw. Um, yeah, with all those aliens. He takes aliens, Woody and Buzz. And then he kind of takes them to his house, where we see him experimenting on uh, Sister's toy. We kind of get um, dog chases after Woody and Buzz. They're trying to escape. They kind of get an introduction to the kind of scary. The first time I saw them, like that baby head on that spider leg. Oh, uh, yeah. That was. Oh, that one was the worst. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Spider leg baby. Ugh, that then uh, Buzz finds out his boy from the commercial on TV, which was super depressing. And he was a bit sad after. That was that. so sad when he started falling. And we kind of flat. Buzz play is playing with Sid's sister, which I thought was so funny when he was kind of in that like weird hypnotic state where he was Miss Kelly. Who was it? Miss something. Miss some weird name. Playing tea party. Oh yeah. And then Buzz. I mean, uh, then Andy's toys go to help Woody and Buzz, but don't after only Buzz's hand is shown. <laughs> so yeah, that was a funny scene. Uh, look, they could have escaped super quick if Buzz wasn't so depressed. Yeah. But, um, look, Buzz was depressed, so, you know. Anyway, then we find out the scary toys aren't bad, and then Sid gets ready for Buzz to be blown up. Uh, kind of es- gets Woody out by pushing that crate, which Sid from earlier, which we've seen, uh, kind of put them in. Then, uh, what is it? Then, Woody and, oh, so then, Woody makes a plan with ugly toys, resulting in all the toys getting into the backyard and distracting the dog. Uh, Sid gets attacked by all the toys, which I thought was, come on, he's a kid, like, you don't do that, like, just say, just don't say toys were alive, blah, 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 like, don't be like, it didn't, he actually saw them come to life, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Like, that would have been super traumatic. Like, he would have gone to school and be like, Toys are real! Toys are real! And, like, all the teachers would be like, Okay, so, Sid's mum... Sid might, might eat toys every time. There's an asylum down the road. Um, yeah, nobody would believe him that these talks... These, like, toys talk. They, they would think he was crazy. Yeah. Uh, then Woody and Buzz go after the truck. 
and Woody gets on. Uh, Mr. Jet is going off for some reason because all the toys hate him. Um, Buzz and the dog are fighting on that car, and then meanwhile, yeah, the toys go off. Uh, Buzz picks up Woody. Oh yeah, because they, Woody um, tries to get on there, but then they they still blame him, and they just throw him off. And then uh, Buzz picks up Woody, and they are both helped by Slinky, who like. Oh my god, he must have felt horrible. Yes, ha- like, yeah. He was stretching so much. And Slinky gets stretched too much and car battery runs out. Then they use the rocket to get to the truck. They go up in the air, then they kind of detach before it explodes. Thank God. Imagine if they waited, waited one second more, they probably would be dead. <laughs> Credits. <laughs> but, um, look. Um, then they kind of glide into the car, forward style, and they drop into Andy's car, and we kind of skip to Christmas, and that's where they ended the film. Um, it, it is, yeah. It was a super, like, story was very basic. Hmm. Mm. But it's just, like, it's a kid's film, because kid's films can't be too long, otherwise they might be a bit bored. Anyway, let's get into our pizza time segment. Oh, yes. And let's talk about our attributors. Okay, we got our best character for this week, which is kind of fitting. Uh, so what what do you think was the best character in this film? Woody, obviously. Like, yeah. He was so just, obviously, he was, you're going to be very biased and go Woody. Yeah. Uh, what What was Woody? Why do you think Woody was such a good character? Because he's just relatable. In your mind, he's a relatable character. Mm. But I mean, he. But mm. even though he's a good character and relatable, he did have flaws, like, because showing you he's not a perfect character. Yeah, and it was good to show flaws in any character because <clears throat> no character in life can be perfect. Mm. Like, no one's perfect in the world. And so, in this movie, it you know, seemed like Buzz was, like, the perfect guy. Yeah. Um, my favourite character was probably, <clears throat> probably Rex. He kind of made me laugh a lot for some reason. Like, he didn't have many lines, but he made me laugh. And that was probably the... Like, look, it's really good to have a laugh from someone that's older than 10 years and kind of gets all the wee-wee poo-poo jokes. Um, <laughs> that you just... Yeah, which kind of die out after you turn, I don't know, a mature age. Mm. Anyway, that's kind of it for this week. Yeah. Um, anyway, thank you all for joining us this week. Um... I know we've got some listeners from Texas at the moment. Uh, I hope you guys are doing a, all, all right. I know there's a massive storm there at the moment. Um, but I do hope all of you are going all right at the moment. Um, hopefully it ends soon for you guys. And from anyone else who's listening, we do hope that uh, COVID is hopefully dying down in your state or country. And yeah, don't we, John? Yeah, yeah. I'll get into the outro of this episode. I do hope everyone is having a good day. Uh, remember to email us at capedcrusaderspod21 at gmail.com. Yeah, on the podcast uh, description, you can actually record your voice and send through a voice message. Uh, just click on the uh, button 
on the episode description and it will take you straight to the site. Oh, and speaking of which, um, yeah, you should, we have our question of the week. So, the question of the week is, if, okay, let's say the second movie, third movie, and fourth movie didn't come out. Something that's a little bit detailed. Uh, and we like, we would like everyone to answer. Um, look, this podcast just started, so if anyone could answer, and we'll mention it in the next question. Obviously, if we get more than five uh, answers for this question of the week, we'll actually put all the answers in, in the podcast. But if we only get two, then there's kind of no point. So we kind of need more than five or five. Uh, then always remember to put a comment in the podcast description. And please rate and review us. Um, just because that kind of gives us more... Uh, we can be seen by more people if you do comment uh, and rate and review us. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, we do hope all of you are having a good day and hope for the best. Uh, what do you want to say, John? Um, this what? Wait, did hold up. Yeah, this one did take a little bit, wa- a little while to record for some reason. I don't know why, but um, it was it worth your time listening? I hope so. Yeah, I think I think it was a good episode actually. Hmm. Um, we kind of got into our personal life, which was actually not too bad. I thought. Okay, let's uh let's kind of stop the podcast here. I do hope everyone having a good day and. Hope you all have a marvellous two weeks, which we won't see you for. We'll see you next week. Well, no, two weeks. And we'll see you all soon. Bye.